to the Divorce Devil Podcast, a show tailor-made for those stepping out of the divorce recovery space. Follow your hosts, David and Rachel, as they dive into the all-too-familiar shitstorm of the more-than-interesting end-of-the-road divorce topics, stories, and discussions. While realizing it can be a trying stage, they have been where you are and understand the struggle. And yes, the struggle is real. They know that recovery can be such a clusterfuck. Check out the podcast if you feel like you're juggling chainsaws, then strap in and hold on for some honesty, authenticity, and hard-in-your-face irrefutable truths. This innovative podcast is not for the faint-hearted, so if you can't handle the certain truths, just keep it moving. If you can, welcome to the show. Rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Got to keep it rolling and roll hide. Got you rolled. The fact that I know that makes me feel yeah, so rolling, rolling, rolling. Welcome right. to welcome <laughs> to Divorce Devil episode one twenty four. Thank you. <laughs> Shock me. Yes, that's racist. Um, we're going to talk about uh, the fine art of turning hurt into happiness, and a fine, fine example is this podcast. Yeah. Yep. I appreciate. Thanks you for listening. For, I appreciate you for this. Yeah. Podcast. It all. I kind of have a choice. You, you kind of bum rush me. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, ex- that's exactly I, what happened. I was a guest on the show, yep. and then I'm you're come like, back. You again, should and again, come back and again. to the. I don't. I mean, I remember it differently. I never asked you to come back. You yeah. came back on your own. I said, "Man, she's back." Yeah. Okay, that's what happened. Yeah. We're gonna stick with that, but I'm ladies come and back gentlemen, if you want to know the truth, ask a woman. <laughs> yep. That's not here. <laughs> No, I think we have to have a big celebration. What, what did I come in like a episode thirty six? I think I was on like thirty six or yes. thirty seven. So yes. we're gonna have like a we'll go play pickleball. So we'll go one. Do you have a good side or bad side now since the stroke? So one thirty six. Wow. <laughs> Wow. And we can't laugh about it. <laughs> yes, we can. It's, it's funny now. It wasn't funny then. Um, it's in the hole. Do you, did you buy any stock in like baby aspirin? Or? Seriously? Eight, 81 milligrams, baby. All right. Was, was, hey, my new stripper name is 81 milligrams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to Warren. Come on. Oh, Warren's funny. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Warren's funny. Oh. Thanks for thanks for shouting out and checking on me and us and giving us positive vibes and <laughs> that's what it is. and maybe maybe make us stay around and do this do this even longer than we're someone, doing it now. Someone, yeah. someone likes appreciates us. us. Yeah, but but uh, with the downloads, there's more of you out there. But one day we'll hear from you because we we do know you exist and and if we you see you, you just don't know. We if see you email you. us, we will recognize you on the show. Yeah, on the show. David will send it to me. Go read this now. Read this now. Yes. Yes. Okay. Kind of like when you bum rush the show. Yeah. To be on here. That's what I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm pretty sure I made fun of your vagina tooth. Like seriously, <laughs> my vagina tooth. Your picture that you have here yes. it looks like a vagina, but it's not mm-hmm. supposed to be a tooth. And you know, we discussed that. And you know, you call me and you're like, "You're so funny. You should come back." That's what I said. Yes. <laughs> That's what I remember verbatim. <laughs> Verbatim, I said, and and together we will turn hurt into happiness. Yes, that that's really what we have done. There was a lot of hurt when I first got here. Oh yeah, yeah. there was a lot of things that I didn't know that I still had resolved for, like things I hadn't worked through even before marriage, before all that stuff, like childhood stuff, and you don't really know like 
your resiliency until you're going through something. Or you've been through it. And you've been through it. So you're like, oh, I'm strong now because I've been through Mm -hmm. a lot of shit. No, I didn't get a choice to be strong. I decided that I'm going to heal in a kind of... Different way. In a healthy manner. Different way. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, healthy, but different. Yeah. And not very many people start a podcast and say, hey, let's, let's podcast every Thursday to heal. Yeah. And I, I think what it was is we didn't have the same story, but we had something to share. And I guess, you know, your profession, my profession is definitely one of those things where we are trying to help people. You not, your people not in pain. My kids, like, I'm fixing a boo-boo, which also might be because their parents are deployed and they have a stomach ache and a headache because they miss their mom or, you know, so just trying to figure out if I'm going through it, someone else is going through it and they may not have a voice. And if we have a voice for them to say, hey, you're normal and try that. Yeah. And I didn't know what love languages was until the podcast. Until I know like, this that is, scares me. This is gonna be what we talk. I'm like, huh? Have a love language? You gotta, cool. yeah. That, that's what happens when you hang out with an old guy. I mean, old guys rule. always have friends that are a little older because then you can learn. And then if you make a mistake, oh, she's the baby of the group. She doesn't know. Or <laughs> hang out with someone young so you can just blame it on them. Yeah, I mean, I'll take yeah. the blame. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with it because we all know whose fault it actually is. But yeah. the young girl, <laughs> the old dude. So we so what's what's an example besides the podcast of taking the hurt and turning the happiness? I think I found like I think I found my passion again for things because I was I thought I was only defined by the things in my life, meaning the people in my life, the my family, you know, my job. Mm-hmm. I was never really Rachel. I was always. The, the school nurse. I was Jacob's mom. I was so you found mom. Rachel. So, uh, yeah, and I think it really gave me the Do curve. you like her? I love her. Do we like Rachel? I mean, I I think I'm the ve- the best version of myself mixed in with all the other versions. Like, okay. each version that I have, you know, the lost kid of an alcoholic mother, you know, the out-of-a-bad-relationship, got married, you know, great marriage until it wasn't. And then uh, I think sticking up for myself finally i don't think i ever had anybody that really was like she's awesome she's great she's wonderful like my dad was like my biggest fan but he also had to deal with my mom and then when Mm -hmm. they got divorced it was i was angry at both of them and you know so i know how my kids were feeling but i didn't know what my kids were feeling because it's a different situation i think with me it's it's more of um i have a new acronym it's it's called what is it called damn it as an acronym, I'm supposed to remember it. That's the other side uh, of the brain. N-A-F. What? Not given a fact? Not a factor. So, so many things, even before the stroke, weren't a factor. And then you go through a life event, and they be, and then your list of not a factor grows. Yeah. Like, exponentially. Yeah. That, 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 that shit doesn't matter. But but you and have to go have through to the experience. It could be yeah. a divorce. Yep. It could be a death. Anything. It can be anything. And so you go through those events, and then you start to compart compartmentalize, and even let go of stuff. And and you're you're what are you doing? I'm sorry. I don't oh. think I really thought about like you being sick. But I wasn't sick. I know, but that event could have affected hour, you, and not just hour. this. Um, I'm so glad I, you're here. I would, I would, I would still podcast. 
<laughs> if I couldn't communicate, oh, oh yeah, I would like. I would like. You would get a computer. I would to get talk like a computer. You. What's that, What's that one guy that yeah. that uh, smart guy on uh, on um uh what's that guy Hawkins. Oh yeah, I'd be the Stephen Hawkins. Like, are you talking about Big yeah. Bang Theory? Because yeah, yeah, I'm Big like, Bang he's, theory. he's just I would weird. be the, I would be the Big Bang. Uh, I, I would be Stephen Hawkins of Divorce Double. Divorce Double yeah. and the Big Bang Divorce guy. Double, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't, you can't. Yeah. You know, e- even though it was a bad thing that happened, you you yeah. have to roll with it, and, and it's so hard not to yeah. not to think about what could have been, could have been. But when I think too, when yeah. you had when you had called me, you don't normally call me. You usually text uh, me on all the said, things we're going to talk this. about, yeah. and I was like, wait, David's calling me at like yep. seven o'clock in the morning. What is going on? What's wrong? Um, and how do I start the conversation? Everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's yep. fine. Everything's fine. I'm yep. fine. Whatever. And then fine. I don't think I processed it. I think I was like, what can I do to help? What do I need to do? What do I need to tell you, him? Do you were probably to processing asshole? it after I hung up. You're like, wait a minute. Well, the first yeah. thing I did, I called Lance. I was like, uh, I don't know what to do. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh my God. And then, Nothing to do, man. And then I was like, all right, asshole, you're not allowed to get, you're not allowed to die. No. <laughs> so. I uh, have too much chaos to cause. Yeah. Yeah. And too many people to help and too many... Or to hurt. And again, we don't know if we're guaranteed tomorrow, right? We're not. We're not. So we don't... We have to live our best version of us as soon as we can. And sometimes that takes a minute. And until you're willing to put in the work of, I need to heal because I need to be the best version of me to help others, to, you know, be there for my family, to do this. There's a lot of shit that happens that you have no control over. Yep. That you worry about. That you worry about. That you worry about unnecessarily. And so, especially when you're going through divorce, like your what ifs are so loud. They they drown you sometimes. What What? if I don't have a place to live? What if I don't, what if I lose my job? What if I do this? What if I lose my kids in custody? Like, what if my spouse has a better story and the judge is like, nope, sorry, they're going to go with them. Like, you think about all the possibilities, good, bad, and different. And uh, sometimes you overthink the things that aren't important because you can't handle the things that are really important. Important. You know, like... So it's almost like flipping the script. Yeah. And so I think the quicker you analyze what all your parts are, what your responsibilities are, your your part in it, because... Divorce isn't just one person. Yes, one person can have, could have fucked up more than the other or caused it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't communicate from the beginning, if you didn't, if you let things slide, if you didn't talk about all the things that you need to talk about, like before you get married, when you're newly married, when children come, like, you know, is my job going to move me around the world? Is this going to happen? Are we willing to move? Are we willing, or do we want one person? There were so many factors that we didn't talk about in a, mm-hmm. as a married because we just let it happen. And we're like, well, it shouldn't be hard. Well, it's tough. Definitely. And if you're not communicating and you're only thinking what you're, assuming what your partner's thinking, that can cause a lot of problems. You know, if I think my spouse is happy because he's traveling the world and doing all this other stuff and he's actually miserable because he wants to be home, yet I'm the one who wants to be traveling, there's a lot yep. of different things that are happening, you know, so. And with that, too, is I think there's a time factor. Yeah. So, like, right right when it's raw and the wound is open and you just start divorce, you can't process the the 
the semi hurt, the small hurt, the big hurt. It all hurts. Yeah. So it's almost like you, you're like drowning. Yeah. So eventually, you know, you, you, you get out of the deep end and you get to the six foot end or the five foot end or four foot end. Yeah. You're and not you start to tread one. Yeah. 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 So, so you, so you get your ducks in a row, but it's so hard. But, but, but we're here to tell you people get, it's, it's possible to get your ducks in a row, and even I, though it doesn't seem like it does. And I think for me, like I keep saying this, I said, journaling didn't start out as journaling. It started like writing all the things I'm, I need to do, all the things I can't do mm-hmm. right now, and all the things that aren't going to get done right at, anytime soon. And so that turned into, well, I got, I crossed off these things today. I got one or two in the middle column, and the, look, we're not dealing about that one. I know it exists because I got to see it because that's how my brain works. But look at how many things I accomplished today. And then I would be like, what could I have done better for today? And that's when journaling started for Improve me. Improve for the next day. Yeah. You and know, you were talking about, at a time. you were talking about earlier or text earlier that we need to do like a, like a flow chart yeah. or something. Yeah. I'm but, a very visual person. But we're going to have to, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> but we're going to have to flow chart from the, from the standpoint of what we did. Yeah. Because we Not don't want, legal. we don't want, to get in legalese yeah. and and we don't want you to do exactly what we did but we want to you know we'll get together soon and we'll talk about what we did and what worked for us yeah, more and, and like maybe a, that'll help you yeah just like an algorithm of like okay yes or no oh, well. did you do this or that did you do this or that no yes Dang. no go back to this because in my job too like when I'm not in my office I have this big book if a student comes in and they're bleeding blah 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 his mm-hmm. student color changing is there you know do this do that and if each one of them is like no 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 they can go back to class if it's a yes and it leads to something at the bottom it's like okay now you need to call 911 so i have this little flow chart like you're saying of what works and what doesn't do the people in my office know basically when and when not to call 911 absolutely because i talk through most of my day because mm-hmm. i'm like I'm processing i'm figuring out i'm very visual so if i can help someone else understand the process I'm leading to, it'll help my office run better, right? How many do you? How many times you call nine one one a year? Um, I've only called like three times. I, I think in my thirty five years, I've called three. Yeah. Yep. And it was di- children diagnosed that I didn't know things that were problems, and parents were like, "Oh, maybe I should tell you that." I'm like, "Yeah, all, probably." Need all to know. three, all three of mine were syncope. That they couldn't shake it. And oh, I was yeah. like, ah, enough. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, and generally I can get a hold of a parent pretty quickly that lives down the street. Like where our school is, most of the parents live mm-hmm. down the hill. And so, like today I had a kid open up the bathroom door and hits herself in the nose and her nose is bleeding for 40 minutes. Stop, then start, stop, then start. And I just couldn't, I'm like, I think she broke her nose. So mom was able to come get her and take her to the doctor. So if I didn't get a hold of mom, I may have called because she was good, good bleeding for a a hot minute. So let's talk about happiness. What is happiness? There's like different levels of happiness. I think definitely happiness for me was feeling like I was safe in an uncontrolled situation. Like for me, you know, I had $27 in the bank. I was living with someone else. Like I knew I needed to get a house, but Oh, COVID hit. You lost your job. Mm-hmm. The uncertainties of things. And then once I felt safe in a space where I wasn't going to, I don't know the word, fall apart. Because mm-hmm. my biggest thing was I'm the, I'm the person that's supposed to help people. 
and I'm supposed to be able to fix things and I'm, and that's just who I am and not being able to fix my marriage or not being able to fix these things and feeling like a failure and feeling like I didn't help the situation was really a big struggle for me. And I think the unknowing was really hard. So I think, and I think I talked about this before, like I remember the first time I laughed and then mm. felt guilty. I was like, I should not be laughing. I'm going through a divorce. I need to be super sad. I'm like, no, it's okay to laugh. It's okay to f- try to find happy in this unhappy situation. And I think, I think it's come down to like happiness for me is seeing my kids happy where they're not questioning, you know, the person I'm dating or the, where they're going to be or do they have a space in my new life? Which I think a lot of times kids will feel like, well, mom and dad are divorced. I don't know whose life I'm in. I don't know who I belong to. I don't know where I go. And if you have to move to different houses, now they have two bedrooms or now they have, you know, they may have new people in their life. So you have to see where you fit in that. And I think a lot of my happiness comes from seeing my kids coming out on the other side going, you didn't fail too bad, mom. Yeah. You know. So Earlier with me, my, my happiness center was making it day by day. Yeah. Um. You know, they're making a week and then making a month. So mine was time centered and just being able to get up and go to work or just, just, just get through the day. And I think too, as it goes along, I think my happy became, I didn't cry for five hours today. I didn't cry for, you know, I only cried for four hours and three minutes. And then the next day it's like, you know, I didn't really think about it too much because I was super busy. And Mm -hmm. then it was like, I know a lot of times driving home when I didn't have my son. It was like, I'm going home to be alone. Oh, I'm going to be alone forever. Oh, this, you know, and feeling like I didn't have a space or feeling like I did this. This this is my fault. And so I think happiness was being able to say, you know, what? I'm going to be OK. Look at all the things I've been through just in this short amount of time. And I'm OK. I may have bad days or I may have good days or I may have things with my kids. And uh, I think happiness is definitely individualized. So, like, my happy was finding a space where I didn't always have to think. Awesome. Yeah. And then after the time happiness, um, I had something I, I want to call rabbit hole happiness. Yeah. Where, like, you, you just go. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily dating. <laughs> Damn. But you, but you go down that rabbit hole yeah. and, you, and, 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 and it's like a negative road. Yeah. And so every day I didn't go. As far the rabbit as down the rabbit hole as I did the you know the day before, so it it was less negative do you, over time. Do you think when you were going through divorce and anything else that wasn't related to divorce that was negative was just like oh, I can't take anything else. I can't deal with anything else. I'm going through divorce. Do not call me about a broken pipe. Do not call me about this. Do not call me about like I don't want to hear anything else because I'm right now in the midst of this. I kind of grab a great. Uh, Grabbed it, grabbed it. You okay? Grip it. Uh, yeah. Hello. Let me check your eyes. You can give me your grips. What's I going put on? it all together in yeah. one one thing. Yeah. You know, I didn't separate it. You know, bad was bad. If and let's say that I that I sprained my ankle. Yeah. And that's just going to add to the divorce pain. Yeah. It, it, it was all one pain with me, and then over time, I was able to separate it and compartmentalize. No many words. Keep them in compartments. And uh, <laughs> figure it out. Hello. I'm laughing at you, not <laughs> with know, you. That's okay. It's <laughs> like, ah, 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 ah. We have to excuse him. We're going to give him about a month okay. to heal. 
81 grams, baby. 81 milligrams. Yeah, and I, I think, fi- like, I think a lot of, because we talk about this too, there was a point when I realized I was drinking too much. And the days that I can get through and go to sleep without having to have a drink or have to go out or have to numb the pain or have to do all that stuff and then go to work the next day without <laughs> being hungover or, you know, staying out too late on a school night. Um, I think my focus turned into I need to be, be I, I love this best version of me for my love son. Yourself, yep. And, you know, if I'm not the best version of me, I can't put my oxygen mask on and then my son's because then you know I, I need to be better and so i think it came to that and then you know before the relationship i'm in now i was dating someone and i was like oh this is great it's fun it's it's exhausting because you want it to always be fun because you don't want to think about anything sad anything serious nothing so, serious nothing sad when that ended, I'm like, I'm done. I'm just done. I but just, you need to go through that. I need to take, yeah. You, you, you yeah. needed to go through that crash and burn to get yeah. where you are now. And I think, too, it was like I stopped trying to find someone else to make me happy when I was like, I need to take care of myself. I need to be I happy. Didn't. I need to do that. I need someone to make me happy. You're a dude. <laughs> For a while. You're such a <laughs> For a while. You're a dude. Hey, can you make me happy? <laughs> let, let me try you. Can you can I try the you? one for me, please? Hey. Yeah. Can you wash the dishes, please? Yes, thank you. I love hey, acts of acts service. Of service. <laughs> <laughs> Mow my yard uh, naked. Yes. Could you wear uh, a cute little outfit when you do that too, please? Yeah. And when you plunge the toilet, <laughs> yes, just put on a titty. A titty. Teddy. <laughs> I got the hiccups and then we heard half of it. <laughs> no, I think, and I think, like, I got back into volleyball. Like, I love volleyball. And it was a time for me to just be selfish. Like, just think about me. There was no, I mean, of course, I went to my son's games and all that stuff. And I did all the sport things. And, you know, and especially having to see people who knew you married. And then they're at the same event. And they're like, yep. wait, you guys are going through a divorce? Wait, what? Yep. I thought we knew you better. Well, like the parents. shame, and, the shame yeah, shawl, and it's that shock and awe kind of thing. Like <coughs> I don't really drink. Keep talking. I didn't really want to have to tell everybody my story, but we were in such a small community that the story gets out, and then it's after like a little bit, people start going, "Oh, did you know this one's dad is single? Did you know that this one? And how about that?" I'm like I'm not there yet, people, but when I am, I know who to call. And I think a lot of times our happiness is dependent on other people and until you find happiness without other people that's when it's pure happiness and that's when you're not questioning if you're happy if you're happy and you know clap your hands you know so i think and it's not going to be complete happiness no it's, no it's not going to be unadulterated oh my god oh like still now when my, i have to take my son to his dad's or he's like hey mom would you mind if i go to dad's tonight even though it's not his night but you his Wi-Fi is better. <laughs> um, am I sad? I don't think I'm as sad as I was, but I know my happiness is making him happy. And if he wants to go to his dad's an extra night, I'm all for it. Because and that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. He, he gets to play his games unglitchy, and <laughs> and I get to know that he's happy doing what he's doing. Oh, yeah. The amount of, I can't believe I'm frozen again. I was like, I think I need another modem or something. And I, I don't, don't mean Elsa. Yeah. Not Elsa frozen. This is Ooh, the, uh, this is this different is frozen. This is middle of the game frozen tournament. Mom, I'm not going to win bazillion dollars. You're not going to win dollars anyway. Okay. 
But yeah. So, so how do you, so what do you tell people to keep it realistic? How do you keep it realistic and try to find your happiness? Because it's not going to be no. Embrace you know, every part of the ride, even if it's even if it's negative. Sometimes that negative in a roller coaster, there yeah. are parts when you're like the anticipation is going to make me vomit, and then you get to the top and you're like, oh fuck, here it comes. You get to the bottom, and you're like, oh, that, that wasn't, wasn't so, so bad. bad. Oh, that was the tiny hill. And then you get to the next one, and you're like, oh, this drop's fucking three times bigger. And eventually, the ride comes to an end, right? The divorce, you get divorced. Yep. You exit the roller coaster. I love our analogies. You exit the roller coaster, and you can decide. Do you ride I, again? Do I need... Am I, am I healed enough to not get back on that ride? If I haven't healed, I may want to get on it again and say, hey, like... I still have some things to work on, ups and downs and all other stuff. But eventually you get to go on the little kitty ride that doesn't have like big drops and you just <laughs> go around on the dragon, right? And, and you go for the kitty ride a couple of times and work your up. I mean, I think I'm on those little like it. water boats that go around now, mm-hmm. you know, every once in a while I get stuck getting out of it because you're too grown up. But yeah, so I think you have, <laughs> I'm a squirrel. It's okay. But I love my analogy. Someone yes. out there understands yes. my somebody, brain. Yeah. Some, somebody from UK. <laughs> Or yeah. probably one of those other I mean, countries. They love us. We need to take a trip there. Yeah, yeah, to see that those those three people that that listen to us. Yeah, yeah. I think there's like eight. Yeah, eight. It's probably all one family going. You're gonna listen to this. They're funny. <laughs> They're funny. <laughs> I paid if we don't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> you Rocky, know, like when we were Rocky, kids. You a fool, Rocky. You a fool, Rocky. And the radio came on. <laughs> go, tonight with you know Lawrence Welk. <laughs> That was before my time. <laughs> Mine too. That's yeah. I was just trying to make. You oh, you feel, saw it on YouTube, right? I was trying to make you feel yeah. part of this awesomeness over here. This Gen X. So close us out. Close us out. Happiness is worth the effort. Happiness is not overrated. It, no, and we say that all the time. And might be one of our taglines. But even though you're going through some dark shit, embrace it. Work on you. Find something that you used to make you happy. It might have been something you did with your ex that you didn't do any longer, like pickleball or something, riding your bike, playing volleyball, going to the movies by yourself. That's a big deal. Yeah. That is a big deal. I didn't know how big of a deal it was until I'm like, you know, I really want this Italian restaurant, Roses in Castle Rock. I loved it, loved it, loved it. They had live music, but I only was with my family. And then the one time I go by myself and I'm like, Oh, wow, look at it. I didn't even notice most of the stuff around here is like pictures of New York City and New Jersey. I'm like, Dang. oh, you might see things different when you do them in your own happy space. Happy space will open your eyes. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, when I was going through divorce, I'm like, I don't remember the last time I laughed with my ex about nothing. And now, like, we laugh all the time about nothing. Stupid shit. Yeah. I'm just like, that's, that's, that's the best laughter. And letting go of crap you know and most of our most of our stuff baby not a factor yeah and most of our stuff is generally related around our kids having issues or you know trying to resolve their things and i hope we're a good example of you know how the relationship and you know it it really is happiness for me is the calm the not fighting the not living up to someone else's expectations and not feeling like i'm the last person that is being you know recognized in something or Mm -hmm. you know or even like I, I think a lot of times I felt like I was never really even part of my own family because so many other factors were in it. Factors. And so now I'm like, I'm pretty much top of the top of the ring now, you maybe, know. So. Maybe you can make your own factors. Lessen yeah. the factors. Yeah. NAF. Yeah. Not a factor. 
and and kind of yeah i think you need to let go of some of the shit you know just let go and it's hard at first but it gets yeah. easier as you get time yeah it so many things are time pen, uh dependent yeah it's it, like it's with grief with anything yep. yeah you know, grief, it comes in stages and the first year sucks and the second year sucks even worse because then you realize it's actually over, they're actually gone or it's actually over and there's grief and divorce. And that third year is like, oh, this is my new normal. And that's where I'm at now. I'm in my third year and I'm like, okay, and making it work. I'm figuring out there's days when I have a moment, you know, when my co-host decides to get sick. And so <laughs> Half hour. So, yeah. So find your happy, be your happy and know that you are the most valuable person in your life important yeah if you don't take care of yourself you can't take up other people nope your oxygen mask first people <clears throat> all right everybody that's, find your happy that's what we got find your happy and keep your happy and keep practicing your happy yeah no matter what and you can find tune your happy it doesn't always mm. have to be the same happy from you know yeah. a couple a month ago a week ago whatever so find your happy live your happy do your happy we have one life Nah, some of us have a couple. All right. So, Dave the cat. Some of us have a couple of lives. Dave yeah. the cat has nine. Well, eight. Two. Eight and a half? Two. You're down to two? Two. Oh, it's got that Kama Sutra book. That's why. <laughs> You're welcome, Warren. <laughs> See, I Karma, did read it. Karma Sutra doesn't doesn't shorten your life. It, it elongates your life. No pun I mean, intended. Some of those positions might shorten your life. It elongates your life, but no pun intended, Warren. <laughs> Just don't get in the cold pool. <laughs>